This episode of Internet Today is brought to you by Magic Spoon. America is back. And you want to get out there, you want to look your best, but quarantine and a year or more of sedentary lifestyle has resulted in a body that you're not only ashamed of, but one that is also unhealthy. Yeah. So, sure, you could try sticking to a diet and exercising, but... Too much work. Delicious food and snacks, they're just so damn tantalizing and easily accessible. Especially during the summer. Yeah, and look, restaurants are back open. You want to eat there because you're tired of your own cooking. It's hot boy summer, and you want a big old ice cream cone. <laughs> to cool off. <laughs> yeah, there's just so much temptation. <laughs> if only there were an effective yet horrifying and medieval-looking way to prevent people from opening their stupid mouths and shoving a bunch of delicious food down their gullets. If only there was an Iron Maiden <laughs> for my mouth. Something that uh, claims to be a new invention, but clearly looks like it was made yeah. in the Bronze Age. No one expects the Spanish Inquisition, especially mm -hmm. at dinner time. <laughs> Good news, everyone. Researchers from New Zealand and the United Kingdom recently dropped a hot new collab that is the next best thing in hardcore dieting. Doctors definitely hate them for this one simple trick. Yes. Literally using magnets attached to your teeth to keep people from opening up their mouths wide enough to fit any of that pesky calorie-filled food inside of it. Yeah. And would you just look at how beautiful, seamless, and unassuming this dental implant is? It's... Who's going to notice this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the only way anyone's going to know that you're wearing this is when they hear you try to talk at any point during the day. They say, they claim, yeah. that you can open your mouth just enough to talk, but not enough to eat, which... Yeah, like, that's the thing. Yeah, research and testing done with the device indicates that you will be able to talk uh, how much your ability yeah, to speak. Like, able, yeah, yeah. Is, as though you were normally speaking, though, it's, it, I'd have to hear it to believe it. It would be very stunted. It would be like, hey, how's it going? It'd be like you're doing a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, I don't know. This is a great uh, tutoring device for ventriloquists. Yeah, yeah, that's, what, that's probably what it was designed for originally. Mm-hmm. Put these on, you'll be, you'll be throwing your voice with the best of them in no time. I talk this way because I'm, I can't, I can't control what I eat. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. This, this breakthrough innovation in the world of weight loss, it's literally just two magnets attached to your teeth that prevents you from opening your mouth. That's the whole pitch. That's it. There you go. Uh, it's described in New Zealand's University of Otago press release as, quote, a world-first weight loss device to help fight the global obesity epidemic. Kind of using that word epidemic a little loosely, especially after coming off of a global pandemic, I would say. Yeah. Uh, that's just, you got to drop the emix. People aren't going to listen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the university goes on to describe it further, in, in case you were still somehow confused. They say, Dental Slim Diet Control is an intraoral device fitted by a dental professional to the upper and lower back teeth. It uses magnetic devices with unique custom-manufactured locking bolts. It allows the wearer to open their mouths only about two millimeters Restricting them to a liquid diet, but allows free speech. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and doesn't restrict breathing. <laughs> Say free speech device. Participants in a. It's like actually, I have the uh, I have the slimline dental uh, implant. No one cares more about free speech than we do, folks. And with these dental implants, you can save our yeah. theater. Participants in a Dundin-based trial lost an average of 6.36 kilograms, or 13 pounds, in two weeks. What? That's way too fast. And were motivated to continue with their weight loss journey. <laughs> that, is, that is unhealthily fast. You're, even, even you're literally a, fasting. Even on a hardcore diet, like five pounds a week is like, yeah. that's when you're stepping into like dangerous territory. It's because of all the free speech. Jesus. Yeah. 
I mean, 13 pounds in two weeks, it's, I mean, that's damn good. If you're trying to lose weight, I, I, yeah. It's also really intense. Uh, then again, the participants are essentially starving themselves outside of receiving what we assume are specifically scheduled pre-portioned liquid meal plan meals during this uh, research yeah. time frame. Like, here's your tube of mashed potatoes or whatever. But here's the other thing is, like, who's going to stop Fatty from going down to the ice cream parlor and getting a milkshake? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things you can fit through a straw that uh, yeah. you probably don't want if you're on a diet. Exactly. Anyways, uh, as archaic sounding as this is, the results don't lie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the hottest new diet trend of the summer. I agree. If your mouth's not bolted, well, uh, good luck, Tubbo. Not, <laughs> not only does it keep your weight down, keeps you out of trouble from running that mouth too Doc, much. give me the bolts. Yeah. Like, in a situation, you're on Miami Beach or you're out uh, tubing in Texas. Yeah. You get a little too drunk with your sippy straw that you have to put through your magnetically sealed mouth. And, uh, you know, someone's trying to start some shit with you. And normally, you'd say, like, hey, prick, fuck you. And, you know, you cause a fight. Now they're flipping go. over your tube. Yeah. yeah. Now you can't say anything. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to move on to the next person who wants to run yeah. their mouth. Yeah. You're, it, it, which, you know. I mean, we always say shut the fuck up. And this kind of does it for you. Yeah, that would it could kind of go against the idea that this is a free speech device. <laughs> yeah. But they they claim, I'm sure, <laughs> they say you can communicate freely. It's it's probably like... This is a First Amendment Amendment. Oh, my device. God, I feel so great. I lost 13 pounds in two weeks. I've never felt better in my life. What? Wow. Thank no, you, magnets. They need to give the magnet remote to lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> no, shut up. Don't tell them. When the officer pulls you over, don't say anything. Am I free to leave? Now yeah. I lock the device. Yeah, they, they should give this to defendants. Uh, anyways, here's some more from the university's article. Lead researcher, University of Otago Health Sciences Pro Vice Chancellor, Professor Paul Brunton, says the device will be an effective, safe, and affordable tool for people battling obesity. It is fitted by a dentist, can be released by the user in case of an emergency, and can be repeatedly fitted and removed. Quote, the main barrier for people for successful weight loss is compliance, and this helps them establish new habits. Allowing them to comply with a low-calorie diet for a period of time, it really kickstarts the process, Professor Brunton says. Quote, it is a non-invasive, reversible, economical, and attractive alternative to surgical procedures. The fact is, there are no adverse consequences with this device. It's like, it's like there's nothing even there. You would never know that I've been fitted with a, 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 a device to stop me from eating food. I don't you know would it, never know. The results do not lie. The results speak for themselves, I think. Jeremy Epstein did not kill himself. And neither, neither did McAfee. Ah, so, uh, yeah, um, I mean, the panic attack and psychological torture that some people could potentially experience... Uh, that might be a, an adverse consequence to having this, uh, you know, medieval torture device in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, sure, I guess you won't die or physically injure yourself while wearing this thing. Or what if you get your tongue stuck between the magnets? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, but yeah, if you get hungry, you just go to the checkout line at a big box store, have them put that device that removes the security <laughs> tags from clothing and electronics next to your jaw, free you up for a little bit. Yeah, without the I doctor knowing. I won't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, this whole forcefully keeping people's mouths shut thing, it's not new. 
They're, they were wiring people's mouths shut for this exact reason decades ago. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. But yeah, apparently this is way safer because at least with the magnets, there's enough space through your teeth that you won't choke on your own vomit and die if you accidentally puke up your protein shake. Yeah, apparently I, I was oh looking into the, uh, the history of it and they're like, yeah, in the 70s and 80s, they used, uh, there was a diet tactic where they would just wire your mouth shut. But apparently... And they had to bring it up because this had to have happened at least once. Someone vomited and choked on their own vomit because it had nowhere to go. That's so fucking terrible. My yeah. God. Yeah. Jesus. There you what go. What a way to go. Look, sure, you could go, you know, stick to a diet on your own and go to the gym. Or you could let science take control. Do whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, speaking of teeth that look extremely normal, though, <laughs> Rudy Giuliani has been in the news a lot recently. So let's just let's just check in on him yeah, how, how is old Rudy Julian? How is Rudy Giuliani doing? Not great. Looks like he's lost his ability to practice law in the state of New York. Oh, he was a real lawyer at one point? I thought that was just the thing he called himself. <laughs> uh, now, we've said it before and we'll say it again. All that Rudy Giuliani had to do was retire, fade away from public light, and regardless of any of the other terrible, selfish decisions that he's made throughout his entire life, he would simply be remembered as America's mayor, who was there when tragedy stuck, struck his city. He was there on 9-11. Yeah. What did he do? Doesn't matter. He was there. He was there he on was top there. of the rubble. He was America's mayor and he was there. Okay. He was there when the city needed him. But what what about the fact that he uh, took away the funding from the uh, fire department and uh, they didn't have... Nope, nope, nope. Their walkie-talkies weren't updated. That's uh, the kind of stuff you forget about. led to a bunch... No, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. He was there, and he was the mayor, and uh, never forget. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But instead, he had to inject himself back into everyday life in the two decades that have passed with, an, first off, an unsuccessful presidential campaign back in 2008. Was it just the one? I feel like he ran for president a bunch of times. Yeah, but. yeah, could have. Uh, but that, <laughs> then it was followed by the dumbest decision that he's ever made, hitching his wagon permanently, welding his wagon to Donald Trump. This is the man... Who will make or break me. Yes. This man here, mm -hmm. Donald J. Trump. Yeah, so it's always important to mention that aside from marrying his cousin, which not his current marriage, he's had a few since then, I think. Yes, and it was his second cousin, to be fair. Um, and yeah, that was for, I don't, I still don't understand that one fully. But aside from that, the cousin marrying and the cousin fucking, Giuliani was part of the Trump administration in an official capacity as a Cybersecurity Advisor, mm -hmm. a title that he held for just a few short weeks before having to go to the Apple store to get his, uh, his phone unlocked because he forgot the password and entered it incorrectly so many times that his phone locked him out completely. What are you going to do? Hey, we should have called McAfee. Yeah, mm -hmm. but uh, even all that, long forgotten. Giuliani's legacy now is just that he was the president's lawyer who parroted his false stolen election narrative, held press conferences in the back alley of a landscaping company, and literally got caught with his fly down on camera while laying down next to a journalist yeah. in a fucking Borat movie. Yeah, well... And also he melted that one time. Yeah, yeah, that's, how that's I'm true. Yeah, that's, that is in every single article for the rest of time, that will be the photo that is used. Like, there's so many Not good... the one of him with the uh, standing up with the flag hanging in the background on top of the rubble. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Now he's uh, just a very sweaty guy who maybe has some sweat gland problems. Not an image and, of him uh, sweeping the prostitutes and, out of Times Square. Yeah. Uh, also, the shoes. That's what I'm going to remember <laughs> about Rudy. He has wonderful shoes, doesn't his, he? Folks? His weird fucking shoes. Now, we're talking about him like he's dead. He's not dead. He just lost the ability to practice well, law. Well, you might as well be dead. In, in New York. Uh, it has come to this. 
from CNBC, a New York court on Thursday suspended Rudy, Rudy Giuliani from practicing law in the state, citing his, quote, false and misleading statements about the election loss of former President Donald Trump. The suspension, which takes effect immediately, is a stunning blow to the 77-year-old Giuliani. Jesus, I thought he was way older. He looks way older. Uh, he was a former New York mayor who was once a top Justice Department official and U.S. attorney in Manhattan. It also comes as Giuliani is under criminal investigation by that same federal prosecutor's office in connection with his work in Ukraine, which is uh, still looming over him. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's like actually serious. Yeah. Everything else is kind of just funny. Yeah. But like he actually might be in. Yeah, like, trouble. Judy, Giuliani is a comical looking person who definitely wears two left shoes and walks in a circle. But in the meantime, he's doing legitimately serious crimes. Yeah, doing breaking breaking some very important laws. Yeah. But yeah, aside from his new legacy of being suspended from practicing law in the state of New York, uh, he's also uh, been outed as a pathetic punching bag for Donald Trump throughout pretty much his entire presidency, turns out. And if the stories about the treatment of Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani are, in fact, true, he seems to uh, only exist so that the president could have someone to pick on and treat like shit. He was yeah. the whipping boy. Yes. Um, so inside a new book from Wall Street Journal's uh, White House reporter, Michael C. Bender, titled, Frankly, We Did Win This Election, The Inside Story of How Trump Lost. Great title. Uh, the tale is told of how Rudy was treated over at least the last four years, but especially as the presidency came to a close and the intense battle over false election claims were heating up. Uh, from excerpts that were acquired by the Daily Mail. Yeah, we know. I know, but, but it's the, they these got are excerpts just of the book. Excerpts of a book. Sorry. They got the rights to them. Yes. Uh, but yeah, from those excerpts, Giuliani rarely complained and instead seemed to crave the attention. <laughs> he loved it. Trump would needle the former mayor for falling asleep on flights and joke about Giuliani's constant use of his iPad, Bender reveals. He's looking at cartoons, Trump would say. <laughs> hey, look at Rudy. He's looking at cartoons. Hey, hey Rudy, you got your chocolate milk? <laughs> you got chocolate milk? You got we call him Weeaboo Rudy. <laughs> He's into the hentai. He loves it. Uh, after television appearances where Rudy had defended the president, he returned to a plane and was greeted with high fives from the likes of Hope Hicks, hot, Stephen Miller, not, but Trump wasn't so warm. When, Judy, when Giuliani walked to the front of the plane, Trump barely looked up from his newspaper. Rudy, you sucked, Trump said. <laughs> you were weak. Giuliani looked like he'd simultaneously had the wind knocked out of him and taken a kick to the groin. What the fuck do you want me to do, Giuliani said, according to the book. What the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> Uh, the book obviously goes on to talk about Rudy's dealings with the stolen election and recounts some major blow-ups between him and uh, Trump's team. Um, some very funny stuff where, like, apparently Trump's uh, like campaign advisors and and legal team yeah, were they like, were like you've you lost. Stop, stop, you have to stop. Yeah. And Rudy would Rudy's be on like, the phone. They're, they're lying to you. They're lying. So they're lying to you. And they you need like, to listen to me. Rudy, you're a dumb motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Rudy. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, you stupid asshole. Uh, also, I don't think it's from this this specific book. There's obviously a lot of books coming out now about the Trump presidency. It's, it's been six months, so books have been written. Yeah. But uh, apparently, like, anyone in the administration that wanted to hide from the president for any extended period of time simply went upstairs yeah, in the White House because he refused to use the stairs. We, we still never got any, like, real, you know, further information on why that is. But he it's a, it's like a workout. Stairs. I guess, but, like, I don't know. I, like, and one of the only things that he's agreed with Joe Biden on recently is that it's hard to walk up and down, st walk up and down things. Because when Joe Biden, like, slipped going up the stairs to Air Force One or something, yeah. Trump was like, I know how it is. Yeah, they gave me they gave me some shit for slipping on that little stage. All right, well, at least, I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Anyways, the stolen election that we're talking about, that's the conspiracy of, uh, of well, the stolen election. And that's finally what uh, put Giuliani uh, in the crosshairs of many things, including a billion-dollar lawsuit from Dominion. Uh, and uh, as we just stated, had his ability to practice law suspended. Not like he needs it. He's 77, and he shouldn't have been doing any of this for just go on vacation. He, yeah, I don't think he was litigating. I don't think he was practicing law in any real meaningful way, aside from being like, able to just like Rudy certify does, he's documents a lawyer. and shit. Get Rudy in here. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit odd. Anyway, in case you were were not aware, Rudy Giuliani is not the only Giuliani. No, he has a son. There is a, a whole new generation of Giulianis, <laughs> at least one. Yeah. Andrew Giuliani. This ginger, uh, this pale-faced ginger-looking fellow here, yeah. not doesn't really look like his dad. But yeah, he of course served in the Trump administration because nepotism was a cornerstone of that that whole thing, and um, he had plenty of things to say regarding his father's suspension in a very oddly framed, like <laughs> compositionally <laughs> fucked up, uh, bizarre video that he posted to Twitter.com last week. You'll know when I, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when you see how this fucking. Here you go. Hi, my fellow Americans. Today it's my fellow Americans, not just my fellow New Yorkers. As you may have heard recently, uh, a few few minutes ago, my father's law license was suspended by the New York State First Appellate Division of the Supreme Court. This is going after one of President Trump's closest allies. That's exactly what this is. And any American that doesn't believe that, they are just biased. So it's like... It definitely looks like hey he's, guys, welcome to the internet. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, he looks like he set up a camera, and then he thought he was in the correct position, but he like <laughs> nailed whatever he was gonna say. Yeah. He was like, "Well, I nailed it that take. I also don't know how to crop. Yeah. So this is gonna be it. This is hot. This that was uh, that was a great take. You know? <laughs> yeah. I was spitting fire. The performance people will, the performance will make people see past the uh, you know whatever it might lack on the technical side. Yeah. I mean, it's no cinematic masterpiece but uh but like yeah why is he in a parking lot uh there's, it's just a lot of questions yeah but um so yeah that that video of course was mocked online by everyone because even if he had some incredible insight or meaningful things to say which he didn't he'd already ruined the entire thing with his god-awful camera work and uh you know it uh, there's a phrase that you used to hear a lot when uh people like donald trump still had a twitter um Sir, this is a Wendy's. So, uh, yeah. well, here's a little twist on that. Here <laughs> yeah. you go. This is, uh, this is unacceptable, and I stand by my father. He did everything, ultimately, by the book. And the fact that there would be this politicization in our Justice Department is disgusting. It is a cancer that needs to be cut out, and it needs to be cut out right now. Yeah, but, um, look, there's another one. Like, when I saw it, I was just like, I wish you, like, you know, do the deep fake audio technology because it looks like he's coming up and be like, got any games on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> got any games on your phone? But like, it wasn't just former mayors of New York City in the news for being complete doofuses this past week because current New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio was caught <laughs> checking out a woman's rack thanks to an image that he posted. This is so funny. Then, I fucking love this so then, much. And then quickly deleted. He posted it, then he deleted it. Uh, the tweet posted over the weekend read, the future of New York City is so bright, I gotta wear shades. Oh, Hashtag baby, New York City's back. Hashtag summer of NYC. And attached was a photo of himself looking very stylish. Yeah. <laughs> he looked great in a pink polo, white hat. He's ready for this mayor shit to be over with. Yeah, 
He's, I'm out of here. Hopefully he does what Giuliani didn't, and he just fucking goes on vacation. Yeah, I hope he does. Uh, he, and he's also, by the way, wearing dark blue sunglasses, which are very reflective. Very, yeah. It seemed normal at first glance. <laughs> That's my mayor. Well, people did a little detective work. They, they, they zoomed in just ever so slightly on, his, on, on the on photo. <laughs> to find that Mr. de Blasio here was uh, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> it's so good. Allegedly staring straight at a woman's tits. Just a fucking rack just framed. In the glass, literally like, looks like a, a no mistaking like a Tex Avery cartoon. Boom! <laughs> 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 New York City is back! Wow! Woo! Woo! <laughs> so, <laughs> literally, Frank, you'll see it. It's just <laughs> a woman's breasts, uh, and instead of coming up with the the plausible theory that just because the angle that the photo yeah. was taken at l- aligns perfectly with a woman's chest, it's, it's like when you're shooting a movie and someone's looking in a mirror. They're not actually looking directly. They're not yeah. looking at themselves. They're looking at yeah. the camera because like, of how mirrors work. You can move a camera around and get the yeah. angle that you want. Yeah. Uh, he he could have just been like, look, obviously I wasn't staring at them. It's, it's just how the camera makes it look. And even like, if you look <laughs> at the direction of his eyes, he looks like he's looking right in your face. <laughs> yeah. But instead of just saying that or or just not even acknowledging it because it, it, it wasn't, you weren't staring at her tits, he deleted the tweet entirely and cemented his guilt as if to say, yeah, you got me. Yeah. I was staring at those hey, boobs. man, it's worth a shot. <laughs> Hey, we're, we all get caught sometimes. That was a that was a real New York rack that Broad had. Anyways, I'll be down at the Hooters. Yeah, yeah. God. Oh. <laughs> oh, anyways, woo. Yeah. Anyway, before we get to the rest of today's news, which includes Japan cracking down on YouTubers, among other things. Yeah. Let's take a quick second to thank today's sponsor. Magic Spoon. Yeah. We got the blueberry flavor right now. Mm, delicious. This is a cereal that tastes good and is good for you. No need for those pesky magnets. No. You won't have <laughs> you any of the guilt. Any of that guilt when you eat this stuff. No. Now, growing up, cereal was obviously it was one of the best parts of being a kid. But you, you grow up, you got to give it up because it's full of sugar and junk that you probably shouldn't eat. Luckily, though, in steps Magic Spoon with a great tasting cereal that's got zero grams of sugar, 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in every serving. Also, only 140 calories. Yeah, there you go. I'm going in for a bite. Try Magic Spoon's best-selling flavors in a four-flavor variety pack featuring cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. Elliot loves the blueberry. Look at him go. Yeah, blueberry and peanut butter are probably my favorite. I think blue- peanut butter is definitely one of my favorites, although they have some they have some other great flavors that uh, you can try. Make your own pack. Now, it tastes exactly like regular cereal from your childhood, but it is super nutritious. Honestly, it, it is too good to be true. By the way, it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. So click the link below to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use the promo code TODAYDAILY at checkout to get $5 off any order. Or just go to magicspoon.com slash todaydaily. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it is backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money, no questions asked. So click the link below and use the code TODAYDAILY for $5 off. Or you can just go to magicspoon.com slash todaydaily to save $5 today. All right, that's enough eating for now. Time to put my magnets back in. (laughs) Zap! Back in the news now with a pretty severe reaction to content creation by the police in Japan. (laughs) If you've watched our show for any extended amount of time, you'll know that we very specifically do not show any footage from movies or television series. We used to. Yeah. Because it's obviously way more informative to just have the viewer look at what we're talking about. Um, 
And in addition to that, we would only ever use footage that was already available specifically as promotional material, trailers, etc. Doesn't matter, though, because in recent years, the studios started to really crack down on this, striking or claiming entire videos that contained even a few seconds of promotional footage. The footage they gave to the media to promote their fucking movies. Yeah. We're not going to play that game. No. We don't have a legal department or a marketing department like we did at Machinima to make a case for us to the people at these studios. So we just gave up because it wasn't worth it. Yeah. Now they don't you get win. You win, NBC Universal. Now, what, what's happening to YouTubers in Japan is it's different. But the punishment so far seems like it's a bit overkill. Yeah. Because apparently police in Japan are arresting YouTubers over uploads that are described in the press as fast movies or movie summaries and descriptions that are about 10 minutes long. So they just tell everyone about the movie in 10 minutes using footage from the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Are they using footage from the movie? Yes. Is that copyright infringement? Yes. Getting arrested for it and dragged out of your home because of it? Ah, yeah. Seems a little bit overkill. They're just doing like, uh, I, I love that this is a popular trend there. Because it, it does make sense, like, because uh, it's basically, it's like the Reader's Digest of like, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's too much culture to keep up on these days. So like, listen. I got 10 I minutes on the train. Yeah, I want to be able to talk about stuff when I see my friends next weekend or whatever. So yeah. just... Feed me the la- the latest like five movies it's so like I know that, what they're uh, about. Soccer app in IT crowd. Yeah. Did you see that ludicrous display last night? <laughs> um, from uh, technado.com, the police in Japan have arrested three individuals who were confirmed to be linked to the YouTube channel, which was dedicated to posting 10-minute movie summaries. Because these channels use actual footage of the movies they sum up, often even including spoilers, the copyright holders feel that this damages their revenue generation potential from the exposed titles. Essentially, this is straight out destroying the concept of trailers, and the synopsis is so good that it discourages people from actually paying to watch the movie. I mean, anyone who was going to watch a 10-minute version of a movie was probably, probably not, not going to watch the two-hour version. But Well, when you're working an 18-hour day in Japan, you only have a little bit of yeah. time on the train to and from the office. You know, I but feel... I make wonder, your surrogate go watch the movie. I wonder if Quibi would have done better over there than it did over here. These are literal quick bites. Yeah. Taking a, a feature-length film and turning Katzenberg's it into a Quibi. Katzenberg's on. Should have gone there. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is, it's always interesting what catches on in what countries and what doesn't. But yeah, Qu- Quibi Japan. Could have been a real thing. Could have been a real thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's the, the copyright holders. The lost they, revenue thing. They yeah. would have you believe that this is like really cutting into their bottom line. I don't know. It seems a lot like that Triller lawsuit where they're like counting every view of a piece of something as an entire lost customer. Uh, anyway, the article continues. The arrests were made based on the latest amendments made to the Copyright Act in 2021, but it is currently unclear what consequences the three individuals will face. Violations of copyright infringement are punished even with imprisonment sentences in Japan. So anything goes in this case. Also, it will depend on what the affected copyright holder will demand from the arrested individuals, which would be damage compensation. The NHK estimates that the movie industry is losing an average of $10 per fast movie view on YouTube. So the compensation could be an astronomical figure. Okay, okay. So there, yeah, there you go. They, they do really, in fact, believe supposedly, that each view is 100% a lost customer. Someone who would have absolutely seen that movie if not for this YouTube channel offering a 10-minute version. With all the trailers the studios are actually putting out themselves these days, they should be taking a huge financial hit because they give away the entire movie in the trailer. Yeah, stop doing trailers. Mm -hmm. But at least here in the States, the studios 
can just claim the videos and then profit off like the advertisements or whatever, or have the videos or channels is deleted, I guess. Seems a lot more fair yeah. compa- compared to <laughs> over there. Yeah, if it's so popular in Japan that these short uh, what are you in for? things, like these, these summarizations of movies, like claim the videos and profit off of them. Yeah. Like, boom. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe people in Japan actually do just want to cram entire movies into 10 minutes. So much that it's actually detrimental to their industry. But yeah, like you said, don't sue. Lean in. Yeah. Embrace it. Hire these guys. Don't yeah. sue them. And then just... These guys are... They got a whole new uh, business approach that yeah. you're going to want to embrace. Yes. Also, like, it's probably because, like, no no one dating in Japan. Yeah. Not enough time. Everyone's business. Netflix and nothing else. Yes. Netflix and work. <laughs> yeah. Are you still working instead of, like, are you still there? Ugh. Yes. But anyway, speaking of total fucking ripoffs, would it surprise anyone out there? To hear that the boxing match between Floyd Money Mayweather and Logan Paul was a complete sham? What? No? No? Doesn't surprise you? Well, now you can hear it straight from one of the competitors' mouths. Because this past Saturday, following a boxing match between Gervonta Davis and Mario Barrios, Floyd Mayweather was apparently caught on camera. Exposed. In 8K. Bragging about how his bout against Logan Paul was... Fake. Here's the quote. And and obviously, we just have to say it out loud without showing the video because we don't want to be arrested or sued. You can always follow the links down in the description. That's always there. I'm the only person that can do a fake fight and get $100 million. I could do legalized sparring and get $100 million. I mean, that doesn't mean it's necessarily fixed, but it does, it does indicate what it was obvious is that he was not taking it seriously as a... No. A real fight. And, like, look, there were no judges. No one won. It wasn't a real boxing match. No. And everyone already knew this. Yeah. But it's just like, okay, look. All right. Okay. We keep saying it, but really from now on, please don't Mm -hmm. support this fake boxing industry. Yeah. It's a mess. So there you go. Just in case you were still somehow... Oblivious or it's just still you know, real to me, damn it. Yeah, I, what, 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 realistically, why doesn't oh God? I'm gonna get ripped on by WWE people. Why doesn't if they want to heal, yeah, join the WWE? And it's probably because he just makes a fuck ton more money. Doing yeah, this. WWE, uh, Vince McMahon, <laughs> he would never pay uh, Logan Paul or Floyd Mayweather anywhere near what uh, they could make it w- legitimately deserve hour, for yeah. like the what they draw. Yeah. The WWE is, uh, and I, th- I think most WWE fans know this, uh, it's a fucking shit show in terms of uh, labor rights and whatnot. And, yeah, he uh, wouldn't be able to sell any of that Maverick merchandise or no, whatever. No, no. Anyways, uh, yeah, fake boxing. It's It happened. And we're all aware of it, and everyone's just like, eh, whatever. We got to see him punch a couple people. Yeah. But, uh, hey, check out the most recent episode of Weekly Weird News right over here, because it's not just America that's back. It's also the Germans. France is back. <laughs> and, yeah, Germany is back as well. They, they, the Germans came into France really quick and then retreated, just yep. like in World War II. The Germans came into France, caused a little bit of chaos. Just a little bit of ruckus. And then left. So that's the new episode of Weekly yeah. Red News. And the most recent episode of News Dump, we got a, a rundown on the Britney Spears stuff and uh, a redneck rave that went tits very, up. Very awry. Uh, in the meantime, uh, put on your blue glasses and head down to the city because it is hot boy summer and it's time to get staring. We'll see you soon. (laughs) Bye.